Welcome back to Quantum Conversations. My name is Sarah, and I'm so excited to bring you another episode with my co-host, Carrie Bennett. We are really enjoying giving you this show and talking about these topics that seem really complex so that we can help them be a little bit more understandable to the everyday person. I just wanted to remind you to head down into the show notes to make sure you get my free resources and Carrie's free resources. We've both spent a lot of time compiling our favorite list of products, as well as how you can actually implement a lot of these things into your daily life for free using our guides. We also both have amazing courses that you have access to in the show notes as well. And we co-host a course together called Quantum Fertility. We've actually had some quantum fertility babies just born this summer, and we have several quantum fertility pregnancies going on right now where women were told that they were not going to get pregnant and we have been able to show them the way using these circadian principles and quantum biology and we're so grateful for this so make sure you head down to the show notes check out those resources check out those courses and if you are enjoying the show if you're watching on youtube make sure to subscribe to our channel hit the like button leave us a comment and if you're listening on the podcast app please head on over to apple or spotify leave us up to a five-star review since we are such a brand new show we want to make sure that we're getting this message out to as many people as possible again we want to make these concepts of quantum biology and circadian biology understandable and applicable to the everyday person. We want you to pull up a chair, come hang out and enjoy this conversation with me and Carrie and have a fantastic day. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Quantum Conversations. We are talking all about the holidays today. And just a lot of questions we get, like, how do you do this lifestyle? during the holidays, right, Carrie? Well, yeah, because the holidays obviously involve things like a different lighting scheme, perhaps, or travel, or uh, maybe eating dinner later. Or so, so it involves a lot mm -hmm. of different changes from the routine. And so how do you navigate that? And we've done it, so we're, we're here to help. Yeah, and I think last week we were really talking about, like, you know, building up this resilience that this lifestyle really gives you. And so if you've been doing this for a while, you have a little bit of quantum in the bank. If you're new to this, you may not have as much quantum in the bank. So <laughs> that's what I'm calling it today. Um, it. So it's just, you know, food for thought there. Like how long have you been doing this stuff and, and what kind of health conditions are you dealing with? And we'll, we'll probably try to talk around that a little bit um, as we go through different things. Um, so we definitely want to talk about the lights. We want to talk about gatherings. We talk about travel. Um, hotel stays, hotel stays. <laughs> oh, yeah. So let's, I guess let's start with a question that I get a lot is what about my Christmas tree lights? Should I do something different? Should I skip the Christmas tree lights altogether? Um, yeah. What, what do you think, Carrie? Well, I mean, I think you and I have two different, uh, two different, but really good strategies for this, right? Mm -hmm. So my strategy, I had led lights on my Christmas tree. The first year we moved into this house, right? Which was about four years ago, a little over four years ago. Um, and 
Because uh, so, so like, you know, when you move, right, you're like, oh, I don't want all these to, to bring all these Christmas lights mm-hmm. with me. So it's like you basically dump those start and you're over. like, OK, let me just start oh, yeah. over. Mm-hmm. And what I started, what I had at the old house that I didn't realize at the time was incandescent. And what mm-hmm. I started over with were these really what I found to be very jarring LEDs. Oh, yeah. Um, and so I put them on and I'm like, all of a sudden I hate Christmas. Why do I hate Christmas? I, I used to love the Christmas trees. So for yeah. me, the LEDs were so were too intense. They were too jarring. And the kind that I got, I held up a slow motion camera to it and they flickered like big time. So, I mean, they were, um, they were too intense for me. Mm -hmm. I kept them up that year. It was what it was. I wore blue blockers when I was around them. I mean, it mitigated a lot, but I recognize that those were the first time I'd ever used led Christmas lights and and you can still buy incandescent Christmas lights. So I stocked up on all incandescent. Um, and that's what we use. So for our, for, we have two trees, we cut, you know, we cut down and, and, and have two different trees in different parts of the house. And, um, and those incandescents for me are so, so soothing. If you want to go even more soothing, do mostly reds and mostly, mm. you know, the golden ones, the white ones, those just feel great, but we'll do, we do one that's typically rainbow colored. And then one that's a little bit, you know, I don't know, more. maybe I, I, we would call it maybe a classier Christmas tree, but I actually really yeah. love the one that's all full of like jumbled up ornaments from like the past 40 years of my life, my Aww. husband's life, my kid's life, you know? So, um, so that's what we do. And, um, I love it. Now, the question that I, the follow-up question I got to that though, in my community, when, when I said that I used incandescent bulbs was don't they heat up and isn't that a fire hazard? And I'm going to tell you, I've used, in, we've used incandescent bulbs with all types of trees. My family back home, um, my, you know, where I grew up, we, they, we would never cut down a fresh tree. We would get those mm-hmm. trees straight from the tree lot. Right. And so mm-hmm. that tree had probably been cut weeks ago mm-hmm. and was a lot more dried out still used it in incandescent bulbs there and it works perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. We go out and we cut down fresh trees and we use the incandescent bulbs and those incandescent bulbs, they heat up, but it's so nominal, right? It's yeah. like, they, I mean, not even hot to the touch in terms yeah. of like, I would, I wouldn't worry if ever I had a two-year-old, like, you know, grabbing onto the strings. So oh, yeah. Um, I don't view it as a fire hazard. We don't keep them on all night long. We don't keep them on all day long. We do turn them on for set periods of time. And yeah. right, exactly. And so um, so that that's how we use it. But I love it. Those incandescent bulbs and our trees just it just makes me feel so good every Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's that's really like the key here is you want to enjoy the holidays. You want to, if, if Christmas trees are a part of your traditions and you really enjoy that, then I think that that's a great, great option for people is just getting that, in, the incandescent bulbs. You know, I'm just somebody that I'm like, yeah, I'll just get some blue blockers and, and wear the blue blockers and turn the tree off, you know, just turn it on at specific times, keep it off during the day. Um, and just not make it a huge, huge deal because it's something that I enjoy, the family enjoys. It's just a nice to have thing. So I think that if anybody's worried about Christmas tree lights, number one, good pair of blue blockers. Number two, opt for the incandescent bulbs, right? Yeah. And you want to know a good hack in or to understand mm. if you've got blue blockers that actually block blue light. What? Look at the Christmas tree lights. It had like if you got the rainbow colored Christmas tree lights, oh, you shouldn't be able to see the blue ones at all. It. Right. And so I do that with my air doctor at night. Like if I can see the, if I can see the blue little circle when the air doctor is on, I'm like, oh, these don't work. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. totally. I know. So, so yeah, it's, um, we, my kids and I were playing this game. We don't watch TV a ton, but we were, we were doing something lazy this past weekend. And there's like, there's a different videos that you can say, uh, find what's different. And there was, or like, mm. you know, and there was like four different squares and we had our blue blockers on our orange blue blockers on. 
And one square apparently was like blue with blue details always. And we looked at each other. We're like, why is that square always just black? Like, why do they just have a black square there? And I was like, then I peeked. I was like, oh, it's blue. But our blue blockers aren't working, guys. Oh, my gosh. That is hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) So extra tips you didn't know you were going to get today. You can can judge it that way. So what about all of this, uh, like holiday gatherings, parties, late nights, all of that stuff? What do you think about that? I don't do, I mean, I'm just so like out of like social scene. I don't even deal with any of that stuff. Um, I'm the same way. Like, listen, listen. If it doesn't happen during the day, I'm not coming. I'm sorry. I'm tired. I'm going to be in bed at eight o'clock. Yeah. Yeah, My family knows, everyone knows that that's kind of how we roll nowadays. Um, So here's the deal. I always say, go to the, go to the ones that you think are going to bring you the most joy. Right. Mm -hmm. And if that means it's at night and if it means, because you're going to get to see all of your cousins you haven't seen in three years or a bunch of Mm -hmm. friends from high school or college or coworkers, like if it's one that you want to go to at night and you listen, if you don't want to wear your orange tone blue blockers one time, (laughs) it's not the end of the world. Okay. Right. So I mean, if you're willing to wear them, maybe you can start a trend. Maybe you can get some people asking questions and like, you know, yeah. f- further this quantum help uh, paradigm. But that being said, enjoy. One yeah. night is out like that is is typically not going to make or break it. Now, like Sarah alluded to earlier, there's nuance. If this is your third mm-hmm. week doing this, then maybe it, that's not an ideal strategy for you. But if you've right. been doing this for, yeah, I don't know, three years and you have one night of of fun with your friends without wearing your blue blockers, I think you're okay. Yeah, I agree. I mean, that's just, that's just the thing. Like one night is not going to ruin everything. And that's why we talk about quantum. It's like, it, it builds up over time. Like it's not, uh, and it's never the one night that does it for you. That makes you gain 30 pounds. Like that it's never one night of eating. It's what happens the next day. And does that continue for weeks on end? And yeah. So taking one night to enjoy something you really like. Maybe it's like a holiday drive-through light show, right? That you do with your kids or your family and you're going to be out after dark and you're going to be out driving and maybe there's hot cocoa and, you know, the gingerbread cookies, the things that you enjoy, but it's literally one night. If you have all these habits down, you've been doing them for a while, it's not going to ruin the next like six weeks of your life. You know, you may not feel your best the next day, I think if you've been doing this stuff a really long time, though, you shouldn't have, you really, and you get up the next day, see sunrise, do all your normal stuff, drink your mineral water, get all that morning light, maybe take a nice walk outdoors. Like, I don't think it's going to ruin your next day, even if you've been doing this stuff for a while, honestly, in my experience. Same. Yeah, that that's the same with me as well. So I, that that's where I also do encourage you to almost get a calendar out and what are the days mm, where you know you got family stuff right mm-hmm. there's a, there is a strategy this was this is this is more less quantum more from when i was a personal trainer and helping people through this time of year and it mm-hmm. was it's way better for the body to have what i would call a food insult meaning yes. like garbage food at like spaced out periodically than right. it is than it is to be like oh I'm just gonna have a little couple of these M&Ms here, here and there, oh I'm gonna have a holiday day. cookie there every single day right mm-hmm. the body does so much better with an insult and a recovery that's what mm-hmm. exercise is you're really yep. stressing your muscles mm-hmm. and you recover that's a cold plunge that's a yep. sauna right those are stressors that you use to build resilience and so if you're gonna go about it take a look at your holiday calendar and see 
where they are so you can plan out when you might get to enjoy some things that you might look forward to. Uh, yeah. My my nanny's chocolate chip cookies. They're not Christmas cookies, but she make only during Christmas would she make these Christmas cookies or the or the, the chocolate chip cookies or the best dang chocolate chip cookies on the planet. And so like, yeah, that would be something where I'm like, okay, that's something that I am going mm-hmm. to look forward to. Um, and then in the meantime, I could pass on the holiday M&Ms or, you know, the right. donuts or whatever might be, right. be being brought into the office space. Agree. And, and I was actually just talking about this with um, Dr. Sarah the other night, because she's still staying here with us. And I think like, we freak out about, you know, the one meal that's not ideal, you know, even, all right, I'm going to even say something like really controversial here, but a meal you eat at a restaurant that has like seed oils in it, right? Like all the crap you don't want to be eating. That's okay. controversial. Come on. <laughs> I know. No, no, I get it. I get it though. But yes, I think we're, a little, I think you and I are trying to have, we have a bit, bit more mellow mindsets when it comes to that stuff. A lot more, a lot more than I used to for sure, because I can't live like that. I can't live this like has to be perfect because people aren't going to do that in the first place. Like people really are going to listen to that and be like, it sounds great. It sounds ideal, but I'm not going to do it. Right. I'm not going to follow through with it. So I think that having a meal like that once a month, you know, every now and then is kind of like the equivalent, like you said, of doing a cold plunge or, um, you know, doing some high intensity interval training. It's like a stressor for the body and the body's like, Ooh, you know, it's inflammation. Like X, like again, exercise, cold plunge, all these things create inflammation in a good way. The body has to rush and clean it up. I think one of those meals like that can be the same thing. And I've actually heard a few other people in the health space that are not even in like quantum health circadian biology, like say the same thing. It's like, it, it, it's a stressor for your body, but it can be a good stressor, right? And again, you're not doing that every night. You're not doing it three times a day. You're not going to work and getting takeout every single day, McDonald's, whatever. Like it's a meal that you have that maybe has some things that are not super ideal in it. You do it, you do it like once a month and your body actually, like I've actually had times where I've done that and I'm like, oh my God. And I actually wake up a couple, you know, five pounds lighter. Cause my body just is like, you know, it does, it does its thing. Um, so that's, you know, again, something to look at and, and know yourself, like, is it going to cause you mental anguish? Are you going to wake up the next day and, and obsess over it and have to compulsively like eat that thing again, like then maybe skip it. But for the person who isn't that way and is just like stressed and health conscious, like kind of a different perspective, I think, mm-hmm. on these holiday meals and like enjoying some certain things. Totally, totally. You know, there's there's something that I think is missing in a majority of the health conversations and mm-hmm. it's joy. Yes. Right? It's joy. Yeah, it's and stress. Like, and like and how stress. much are you freaking mm-hmm. out about this stuff? And what is that doing to your mitochondria, you know? Right. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it absolutely is not great for the mitochondria in any capacity. And so there's like a difference between basically riding high on, oh, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. So I'm going to do it every single day all the time versus stressing out over the the tiniest Mm -hmm. little things, right? Like it's like, I really encourage people to this, this holiday season, try to strike a balance there. It's like, do the best you can because Mm -hmm. the body really thrives with these strategies, do the best you can. Mm -hmm. And then if you presented with an opportunity where something brings you joy and it's a rare occurrence, like Sarah said, once a month, maybe twice a month, then okay. Right. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And the time that you spend having a mental anguish over this thing, 
is going to be far more damaging, I think, than the actual thing for a lot of people. Because totally. and because I, I know that because I used to be that person and I used to do that. Like I would beat myself up and like get upset. And then I get in this like shame spiral where I'm like, oh, I had the holiday cookies at like two o'clock. So I might as well just order blah, blah, blah for dinner and eat blah, 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 and have this. And then it just would turn into this whole thing. And I think that you have to throw that mindset out. And honestly, the circadian principles, um, and this lifestyle has helped me so much with that. Just literally getting my neurotransmitters to have the correct support from sunlight, even like it's rainy, cloudy, gloomy, but I still sat outside this morning for as long as I could. We rake wet leaves. Oh my gosh, that sounds like a blast. My husband and I, my husband, my husband was like, I was like, we go for a walk. He's like, here's a rake. <laughs> we have to pick up tomorrow. So it's like, we have to rake these leaves. So. Oh, but yeah. it still felt good. It still felt yeah, good to, to be out there. Out there. Yeah. yeah, it's it's so beneficial for your health. And I think it does curb a lot of that like crazy uh, mental chatter that goes on around these things. Um, cause you're getting that correct, uh, neurotransmitter support. So yeah, it, it, for me, it hasn't turned into this shame spiral and I have the one cookie. So I need to have the whole platter and then I need to go to the grocery store and get all the cakes and eat those two. Cause it's never going to, it's never going to, I'm never going to have these things available again. It's never going to be Christmas again. It's never going to, you know, like that you know sort what? of thinking is just unhealthy. Do you want to know what else I think really helps with that? Because I used to have that mm-hmm. same mindset. Maybe not quite to the same extent, but the idea of like, oh, my day's ruined, so I might as well have 17 more right. days, you know? Right, um, exactly. And that is, I think, blocking the artificial light, yes. especially from screens, yes. right? Turning off notifications. That When that dopamine hit is gone, you can start to really regulate Turn dopamine up, levels yeah. so much totally. better. So. Yeah, I mean, and there's this, that there's a ton of literature that shows that artificial light at night actually can increase cravings uh, for people. And that, that was, I think that's shocking for a lot of people to see that you can literally go into your favorite search engine, type in artificial light at night and cravings. You're going to find some really interesting articles, some studies, uh, to back that up. And so that's a little hack is just finding, you know, wearing blue blockers after sunset, making sure that, that, you know, your phone screen is red, you know, and and so you're not constantly bombarding yourself with all these dopamine hits constantly. And, um, so it's a really good hack that you can use, especially this time of year when we're just more susceptible to those temptations being thrown at us constantly. It's just, it's just around more, you know? Oh yeah. I mean, this is, this is the, uh, this is the season of consume, consume, consume in so many yep. different ways. Right. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So then and the next thing I think with the whole, this whole holiday scene would be travel, right? Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of people are traveling and getting on airplanes, uh, staying in hotels. So yeah, let's maybe talk about break down both of those. Yeah, definitely. Or even traveling in cars too. Sure. Um, yeah, let's, let's talk about all three. Well, I mean, cars might be an easy one just because it's like, I, um, crack a window, yeah, crack breaks, a window. Yeah, exactly. Stop it's a, a long, rest long stretch, yeah. sky yeah. use for a little while, all that stuff. Um, if you're going to let your kids use a device while traveling, no judgment, I've done it too, but at, on airplane mode, but download something, yes. right? Download yes. something. So that it's put not just screen on red, mm-hmm, put the screen on red, all, all of those good recommendations right there. Um, you know, so, I mean, yeah, that, that 
Oh, drink drink water as best as you can. Yes. To, in mineral all water. Yes. What are your mineral favorite water. mineral waters? If you're out traveling and you don't have access to your spring aqua system, like me, I'll like jar mine up and bring it with me a lot of the time. But like as best as possible, yeah. But. I get that question a lot too. I'm at an airport. I'm somewhere at a gas station. What, uh, sure. what are your go-to mineral waters that you if, drink? If you can get to a health food store, like a um. Whole Foods or, or just even, a, you know, a local health food store. I always try to look for Daryl Steiner, which oh, is yeah, I love a German Steiner. melt water. That's really great with its minerals. It's low in deuterium. It's just a really, really beautiful water comes in glass. Um, another one that I've gotten from health food stores as well is um, that it's called Saratoga Springs. It, that's an Italian spring oh, water I that I like that as well. Okay. That's not common though, right? That's not common. No, I've never so even heard like, of that one. So what are the ones that you can get from, like you get through security or you got a gas station, like the gas station. But I was, one of my kids in a, uh, here at a gas station, in the Detroit metro area. And one of my kids was like, I really just want a LaCroix. And I'm like, okay, fine. Like I'll get your LaCroix. I went into this gas station to look for a LaCroix. There was, everything was a monster energy drink, some oh, iteration no. of a monster energy drink. I asked him, I was like, do you have LaCroix? And he was like, water. no, I was like, do you have no. any sparkling water? The only sparkling water they had was sparkling water with caffeine. It was like bubbling with caffeine. I was like, <laughs> no, I'm not giving that to my child. <laughs> no. I mean, but like what in the, what in the world? So anyways, so we understand like, we, so what we're looking at here is what are the best of the worst options? Yeah. Um, agree. I actually huh. don't mind Evian in that. Yeah, I was going to say that's, that's my go-to at a gas. Cause you can usually find that. You can usually um, find that. Yeah a quick trip or, you know, random gas station in the middle of nowhere, even though they will have Avion usually. And that's yeah, what I get. Yeah. 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 A lot, it's easy to find in airports. Another mm -hmm. one that's a little harder, I think is okay too, is Icelandic. I like oh, Icelandic. Yeah. That's another mm -hmm. good go-to. So Voss is a Voss, good one, but that's pretty yeah, hard to find. That is harder yeah. to find too, but, but, but you should be able to find one of those. Mm -hmm. Mountain yeah. Valley spring water is one that a lot of times they'll have at like a oh, grocery store. Grocery stores. Um, yeah. And that I could just be where I live. Yeah. 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 Usually not at a gas station. If they'll have them at like a Publix or, you know, I, I mean, I'm speaking from like this person that lives in the Southeast United States. So probably don't even have Publix where a lot of people live. I know but. what a Publix is, but yes, we don't have them up here. <laughs> yeah. Typically when I've gone down to Florida, when I've traveled, I've always been able to stock up at a condo or wherever we're staying with the Mountain Valley spring water and just keep that as what we drink throughout the week. Um, but yeah, that's can be tough. Um, it can be tough, but you what, know, it, so you do think LaCroix is okay. Um, you know, do, do I think it's the best way to hydrate for the long haul? No, absolutely no. not. But am I going to deny my child a LaCroix every once in a while? No, absolutely no. not either. Right. <laughs> but that being said, um, that being said, like, and unless you are purposefully dry fasting and said so that there's a very, there's very, that's a, that's a specific thing that you're doing, unless you're purposefully yeah. dry fasting, which means you're which not consuming any do. food or water. Um, yeah. if you're, unless you're purposefully dry fasting, then drink some water, like yeah. get yeah. what, get a bottle of water. Even if it's not ideal, get a bottle of smart water. Try to get one that at mm -hmm. least is, is ideally purified, right? It's filtered. Yeah. They lay, at least filter the garbage filter. out of it as best as possible and yeah. drink it. Right. Because you're not going to serve your body at all by being dehydrated no. unless you're like Dr. Boros and he can drink some olive oil and his mitochondria can make the water for him. But that's right. not the average, not, most it's not the average yeah. person. Yeah. Especially yeah. if you're flying. Right.
No, definitely not. And you can bring Quinton in your luggage. I've had a lot of people bring the little files in their luggage and they don't get confiscated. Um, so I'll have people pack those and they have the sachets too. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And you can bring those. And if you have to end up getting like a gallon of like distilled water from the grocery store, which I don't like really on its own, but it's better than drinking tap water and you could yes. get your Quinton poured in there, you know, give it some loving intention and you're good. It's so much better than drinking tap water. So that's absolutely a good one too. You're right. It's not ideal. It, it's in, yes, it's in plastic, right? But if you can remineralize some distilled water, dis, the distillation mm-hmm. process removes all toxins. So minus all maybe a little bit of yep. microplastics. That <laughs> but compared to tap water, it's a great option. It absolutely is a great option. I yeah, almost always travel Definitely. with my animal with my wand. Me too. Right. Mm-hmm. So Same. easy because I, my thought is to, if I can't, if I can't get the best quality water, at least I can give it some really amazing structure. coherent structure and energy as well. Yeah. So again, a very good option here with that too. So, Yep. Yep. I'm the same way. Always keep that guy in my purse. And I also have had tons and tons of people in my community that will bring that through airport security or put in their luggage. It's not a problem to travel with that because that's a question I get. Like, can I travel with my Anna wand? I have yet to have one person have an issue in airport security with that Anna wand in their luggage or in their purse or wherever else they've got it. It's like, yeah, they're just kind of like, okay, I don't know what that is, but it doesn't look like it's a weapon. So we're good to go. It's less than four ounces or whatever, three ounces. (laughs) Right. Um, Speaking of the traveling, let me grab these. I I just so happen to have these here, right? So I do typically travel with some form of red light therapy Mm, and so i have a tiny little panel right here this is one this one's from bone charge it's their mini i also have kelly bento's red light therapy torch just got a new torch ones as well but Mm. these are so so these types of things are so convenient because it's Mm. like mommy i have a tummy ache or you know my arm hurts or right or or actually just as an i'll use that one as an ambient light so many times in like Mm. a garbage hotel room or something Mm -hmm. along those lines and so um i love traveling with red light therapy oh i do too yeah and and speaking of hotel rooms um you electrical tape always very very helpful very yeah. helpful yeah. electrical tape or or even just some like cheapo like cheapo black stickers that you you can put on to cover the garbage light wall the garbage mm-hmm. lights that are there but also peel back off because you gotta make sure they can feel yeah back off. <laughs> yeah i i stayed in a hotel so recently and i had this like um just this huge black like cloth that i put over the, the smoke alarm and i ended up leaving it there i forgot about it like crap i wonder what the cleaning person thinks when they come in there and like the smoke alarm is completely covered. I'm like, because that was the only thing in the room He's that doing was some inappropriate things in here. <laughs> it was the it was like I was about to fall asleep, and literally, it's like this green light shining down all over the entire room. I'm yeah. like, what the? Heck? So here's my hack: I, I, sleep mask. Right? I yeah, have you to gotta have the sleep mask. Yeah, me, yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. I had the baby with me, so I was more like concerned about him I'm like oh my gosh baby getting artificial light and he wasn't falling asleep was the other part of it because he's spoiled staying here having his blackout curtains and like the dark room and everything and he was just like not settling so I probably would have been fine because I always have my black you know silk. Mm -hmm. I buy a silk sleep mask on Etsy I don't have a link just same yeah go to Etsy type in black silk sleep mask you'll find some decent ones there Mm -hmm. but yeah I, I always have that but the baby was like just not settling so I had to cover the 
the smoke alarm. Yeah, yeah, no, I get it. The other things too with hotel rooms. So I will bring <clears throat> tape that I can use to sometimes tape the curtains together. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Right? yeah. You know, yeah. just a couple key pieces on there or like to the sides so that mm-hmm. they're, and then rolling towels and shoving it under the door. Under the door. <laughs> yeah, I had done that too. <laughs> Oh, God bless our family because they they don't question it too much anymore. Not too much. Not too much. They're a little like, hey, but yeah. All right. I know. I know. So yeah, yeah, it's perfectly fine. It's like, you're you're welcome that you're actually going to get a good night's sleep here. I, we always have blue, blue blockers as well. The ones that I travel with as much as I love, like, you know, raw optics, Viva Rays. I mean, some Mm -hmm. really great brands. The ones that I travel with are actually Spectra 479. Oh yeah. Cause they're so cheap. It doesn't matter if you leave them somewhere, they get broken. Yeah. They have those on Amazon. Super, super cheap. Yep. Super cheap. So just go on Amazon and get some Spectra 479s. I think these are about 25 bucks a pair. Yep. And so yeah, and they have very... clip-ons too. Everyone's they always asking clip-on. if they're I think they've got fit-overs too. I think my mom might have a pair of those fit-overs. Nice. <laughs> very nice. I, I appreciate the fact that she's doing all this quantum health stuff. It's so. great. That's it's really awesome. great. She's yeah. totally, she's killing it. I love it. I love it's it. Amazing. So. Um, so yeah, that's, I mean, what else, anything else for travel or anything else that you can think of? I mean, I'm a weirdo, but I bring my Lila Q travel block. Ah, uh, yeah, um, sure, sure. Yep. Yeah. My Cosmic Tower is too big. To- <laughs> you can't travel with that. But yeah, no, I get that. I'll occasionally I'll bring, we, I have a Samba Vedic. Occasionally I'll bring oh, it, yeah. but you know, I w- if I had a Lila Q quantum block, I would probably consider traveling with that because I, I do love that company. So yeah. Yeah. I have it. It's actually right behind me on the mantle here. I'm up in the bedroom because I keep it upstairs. And then, I mean, we just have all the things I've got a Soma Vedic in my closet, but I've never mm-hmm. taken it out of the box to try it. Should so do I a, don't, we should do a giveaway. <laughs> don't tell them. I mean, they probably forgot they gave it to me because they gave it to me while I was pregnant. And I saw on the box, it was like, may cause a detox reaction. And I was like, I'm not doing that while I'm pregnant. And they were like, oh, it's so minimal. It won't, it's not even, and I was just like, no, I'm just, so I never even took it out of the box. Yeah. (laughs) Stay tuned for our giveaway. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let me, yeah. So for EMF, you know, I, um, I kind of put up, um, I don't know, an energetic barrier, if you will. Right. You know, yeah. I don't, I don't, I try not to stress out EMFs a ton because I yeah. know they're there. I know the Wi-Fi is on when I'm sleeping. Yeah. Yes. Is it yeah. does, does it mean I don't get the best sleep sometimes sleeping in yeah. a hotel room? I don't, I don't, because no. I know it's the Wi-Fi, but I just, I put up a nice little EMF shield in my, my, my field. It's like, you know, you know, just, you, you can do that with different, you, you can just That's do that That's another mind, like stress so. thing. Like, it's yeah. like, it's another thing that if you're going to just sit there and lay awake all night and worry about it, it's going that that mental anguish is going to impact you more than the non-need of EMF. And so there's a certain amount of surrender. I think you have to have around travel of like, Hey, I'm going to be in a a area of high non-need EMF. It is what it is. Garbage lighting or in an airport. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to drink my Quinton minerals. I'm going to maybe bring some hydrogen tablets and have Mm -hmm. those pop those in my water. Um, You know, nice selective antioxidant that can be helpful if if you've been exposed to lots of non-native EMF, bring my analemma wand and just enjoy myself. Cause like, why are you, hopefully you're traveling to get to enjoy being around people that you love. And yeah, it's like, why would you even do it if you 
aren't going to enjoy it. You know, like have some fun, enjoy yourself a little bit. Enjoy yourself. That's exactly it. Now, last thing though, and if we have time for this, I think we do is, um, if I am trapped, if I'm traveling like time zones, you know, Mm, I will mm -hmm. try to fast and then make sure I set my circadian rhythm with sunlight in the location that I'm, that I get to, and -hmm. then eat breakfast right after that, right. Mm -hmm. To sync my gut clock and my, you know, eye clock, if you will, with with the time. So, yeah, I think the fasting when you're flying is very, very, very helpful. And I, I don't know if we talked about this with Dr. Sarah on our keto episode, but like, Yeah. I did a 24 hour flight to Bali once. And I literally, I had been already fat adapted. I had been doing carnivore. Leptin is sensitive. Yeah. I was already fat adapted, was well attuned with fasting. I was fine with fasting. So I ended up doing a 24 hour, you know, actually ended up being 36 hours with all the driving and everything. But I think fasting is one of the best things you can do when you're flying. Eating when you're in the air is, uh, I think it's, it's not necessarily the best thing for people. So if you can fast while you're on the airplane, drink that mineral water, you know, I'm not a huge like coffee fan, but I think black coffee isn't harmful during fasting. If you need to have a little something, I think the black coffee is okay. Um, and then, yeah, herbal, once you herbal get tea, to herbal tea, herbal tea, tea yeah. it's probably better than the yeah. black coffee. Yeah. If you can get it on the plane, um, or even bring it with you, mm-hmm. uh, that's and then when, when you, you can bring with you and you can have them just ask for some hot water. So, oh yeah. And then, yeah. And then when you get there make sure you're grounding, if there's a body of water, you can jump into do that. If not <laughs> get the natural sunlight, wake up the next day with sunrise, even if it hurts, <laughs> do it and have breakfast and mm-hmm. that can really help you and then block the artificial light that night yeah. right you'll you'll flip time zones so quickly that way so yeah one of the things that you know when i did go to bali which is 12 hour time difference from atlanta i was on this meditation retreat and every morning we had a sunrise swim and that was i mean that was probably one of the first times in my life because i wasn't into this lifestyle that i was doing that and the the transition was so easy for me because we had this beautiful, you know, step out of your room, jump in the ocean with a bunch of people that you're on this retreat with, watch the sunrise from inside the ocean, which was like amazing. And then there's a little um, breakfast area and I would just have them cook me eggs every morning because it was like a vegetarian retreat. So they had all this junk that I didn't want to eat. And so I was like, can y'all make me some eggs? And they just made me eggs every morning and I had ginger tea and it was like, I mean, my, my, my circadian rhythms, everything flipped. Amazing. Sounds amazing. Yeah. And I felt great when I was there. I felt like complete crap when I got home <laughs> from, from the time adjustment. Cause I didn't do any of that stuff. You know, I fasted on the way home, but I didn't know to get up with sunrise and have the breakfast. I was, you know, didn't know what I know now, but I think that sunrise and the breakfast, the grounding, all that stuff is, is super, super important when you're making those adjustments. I agree. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And then for planes, one of the things I get asked a lot is like, how do I protect myself from non-native EMF on a plane? Um, I think Sarah, Sarah, Dr. Sarah Pugh is making a travel course. I'm trying to get her to get that out before Black Friday. She probably won't, but <laughs> I think that that people would buy that this time of year because a lot of people are on planes and they're, they know about non-native EMF. So what are your big travel tips for non-native EMF and airplanes. Yeah. You know, I have a blanket that I brought with me where I, you know, put it on the kids and stuff. Um, if I was, if I was doing a very long flight, I would probably wear something like a bond charge or a lambs EMF blocking hoodie or a hat Mm. and a hat as well, probably, you know, um, 
but the the types of flying I'm doing with three young kids, it's like a two hours, two or three hour flight. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. So yeah, we we I typically don't don't bring those. stress about it. Yeah, yeah. If I was do if I had to go back again and do a long flight, I'd wear a blanket, probably a baseball cap, a pair of blue blockers. If mm-hmm. I was like jumping time zones and doing all that, yeah, I'd wear the baseball cap, the blue blockers. I'd always do the yellow blue blockers, and I may yep. you may need to switch to orange depending on the, the, the time of day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the thing about flying if you're flying during the day then yellow if you're flying at night and you really want to protect that night for them then the red I would wear mm-hmm, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah it's and and I've heard people say wear grounding shoes on the plane and then put their feet on the metal in know. front of them like I, how do you feel about that I'm kind of like I have not yeah you know, the next time I fly, I'll bring my continuity meter to see if that's mm. even a thing from Dr. Yeah. Conover. She has one of those. Oh yeah. I've got one from her. Thing. Yeah. Um, I just don't know. I feel like regardless, you're just being bombarded. Right. Yeah. And so, and, and so I, wonder I don't know if that would possible. be pulling more into the body that's negative. Well, and you know, based on Dr. Conover's, you know, work and stuff, it, even in high non-A to VMF environments, if you can be grounded, technically it's ideal, but, um, I just don't know. Like the metal on those planes seems like it's non-conductive metal. It doesn't ever feel does, like the type yeah. of metal that, you know, that it just, it's, it doesn't feel like it's copper. It doesn't feel like it's, it doesn't feel Mm-mm. like it's silver, you know, it doesn't feel like it's a Mm-mm. conductive metal. So I just don't know. I'd have to test that out. Yeah. Yeah. So to be continued, but yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. Again, I think it's about the attitude you take around the holidays, around travel, enjoy yourself and know that stress can do just as much mitochondrial damage as uh, artificial light at night and, you know, eating the cookies, eating all that stuff. Like if you're freaking out and stressing out about it, it's can be just as negative. So just keep that in mind and try to have a spirit of like enjoyment about you if you can. Um, yeah. 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 Joy and gratitude. About. And if you yes. can't, if you can't find joy, you can always have gratitude. You can always say thank you to someone for opening the door for me, for you. You mm-hmm. can always say thank you to the person who hands you your receipt, yes. you know, at the checkout, you can, al- so you can always say thank you. And I find, so if, if it's hard to cultivate joy, cultivate some gratitude and it makes, yes. goes a long way towards 100%. supporting your health this time of year. Yeah. And then, you know, I'm doing more red light therapy. I've got my fireplace going behind. I see see that. I love it. Like, I'm like reaching back there. You can see there's a, (laughs) every once in a while, like a flame that appears. The flame will pop out. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, taking as much, you know, as you can to, to just do these little things. It's called again, quantum, a little bit is going to yield a big result. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah. Yeah. Did we leave anything out? Is there anything you want to add to this? No, I mean, I think this really is how we navigate through the holidays. So I'm excited. And, you know, if you have any questions, obviously ask them and we'll try to get to them as best as we can. Awesome. All right. Well, I look forward to talking again next week. Same.